0: I'm Brenna, and I'm AC, and welcome to An Obsessive obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now.
1: Alrighty, we're talking about unemployment today, and um, I'm in the zone. I totally forgot we were recording today, because I'm fucking unemployed and there's no structure to my life at all right now. Everything is self-set, and it is too much for me, a person who has uh, whatever they're called, issues with scheduling. There's a special fancy word for it. Really? Yeah, executive issues. Executive functioning Mm. issues. Yeah. But Brenna and I have both been unemployed for a few overlapping months. Of course, Brenna, being the go getter that she is and also having the pressure of being the breadwinner, has already snagged something else up. Um, I'm still out here floundering like a fool. But it's a lot. It
0: is. It's awful. It is truly awful. And coming from yeah. a company that I did where it was f- every other place, every other major player in that market is not hiring and because they're laying other people off. It's like, well, what the hell do you do? So,
1: yeah. And yet you figured something out.
0: Yeah. Well, um, it's definitely not, it's definitely a small company, but yeah, I know yeah. I'm, I'm mostly just grateful to have something. So
1: there you go. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to talk about this because we're so fucking different. I figured our systems would be interestingly different. Um, and yeah. it would be informative for me. <laughs> Figure out
0: what I'm I doing mean, wrong. I learned stuff from you too.
1: Yeah. But I didn't
0: know if that's why you wanted to do this. No, I just thought it'd be cool to talk about because I, I mean, weird. it's like I really haven't I haven't had a time in my life where I've been so heavily in the job market. Like I got, Mm -hmm. I was very lucky to get a job out of college pretty easily. Um, and well, actually, you know what I had, I already had a job in college. I worked, so I worked for Apple, as you know, in college for their, Mm -hmm. they did, I did a college program with them. And then I was, I basically had to, had to kind of go on medical leave because my anxiety, because it was a call center basically. And I was just, I could not be on the phones. It was awful. Um, so I was going to work at an actual Apple retail store. So they were able to like transfer me, which was awesome. They were amazing to work with. They were able to transfer me to kind of get me in at a retail store, but then I actually was still looking for other stuff and I, and I found the job that I ended up taking instead. Um, so like, I didn't even really have that much of a gap where I wasn't working after college, which I was very lucky about. Um, and then when I got the Twitter job, I just saw it on my timeline and applied. Like, it was not something that I was actively really searching for. So this was the first time in my life I was, like, had to be organized about all the jobs I was applying for and really Mm -hmm. be, like, active about it, which was – because, like, I didn't have another choice. Any other time I've looked for jobs, I've already been in another job or – Yeah. You know, so it's definitely a whole other beast.
1: It's interesting because I have had to look for jobs before, but um, ultimately – it never led to anything, really. I mean, I had, like, some interviews, but um, more interviews than I've collected this time. Yeah. But I don't remember having any system of organization. I had, like, zero urgency, and I just, my former boss reached out to me to offer the job that I ended up having mm-hmm. the last year or so.
0: I mean, I think it's it's a little different, too, because, like, I If my parents hadn't moved away, I a thousand percent would have, like, lived with them and, like, I don't know where I'd be now if they hadn't moved away and, like, I wasn't yeah. kind of forced to be more independent. Um, like, mm-hmm. they did still pay my rent for quite a while, but, like, I think that it kind of definitely forced me to be a little bit more independent in that way, and I maybe got off my yeah. ass more because of that, but...
1: Well, and even that's different, like, paying your rent versus, like... Part of living at home, even after I was doing freelance writing and stuff, um, I guess maybe that's part of why I didn't feel so urgent, because I had freelance gigs at the time. And I had no rent to pay, because I was living at home, and everything I earned just went directly into savings. Um, Which, I'm sure glad that I made that savings account, because Jesus Christ, am I using it now?
0: Yeah, I didn't save really anything until until Martin Martin is like a financial wizard and is very, mm-hmm. like my family is definitely good with financials, but I think his family is a lot more stringent and kind of um, structured a little bit more structured in terms of like how he grew up versus how I grew up. So I think that mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I um, he's he's taught me a lot in terms of saving. Like I have a huge 401k. Like I put the, my, basically my whole time at Twitter, I put the entire possible like percentage I could into my 401k. So yeah, I was same. straight up putting like 30%. <laughs> Of my paycheck, which was, Mm -hmm. like, insane. Um, But, and I would have never done that if I hadn't met Martin, so I'm very grateful for that. But, yeah, Yeah. um, the savings is, like, the most, uh, I can't imagine. And I was lucky to, for Twitter, I was still being paid for two months, basically, when I was looking for a job. So, like, I was, I didn't have that much time. I only had a few weeks where I wasn't still getting a paycheck, luckily. Which was very nice.
1: Well, and unfortunately, I had to make the decision to leave my former job. Yeah um which meant no severance or whatever Mm -hmm. and I feel bad about it all the time I'm like was it stupid of me but it really was the right decision I just needed to not be there (laughs) yeah but yeah I'm interested to know what you want to share about your process um I can go first or you can go first I don't really know what to say (laughs)
0: I can go first. I think the main thing for me it's probably different and I may have touched on it in the episode we did about getting laid off, but the fact that I suddenly had like thousands of other best friends who would help me find a job because they all got laid off too. Like it was and yeah. they had so many connections and so there was there's a LinkedIn group, there are a bunch of Slack channels, there's a ton of, you know, just resources for tweeps. So like the main thing that I was, the main thing that got me a job in the first place was just recruiters reaching out to me because I had put my name on a list of X tweets. So like I was getting recruiters every hour in my inbox. So like that was really Mm. the, so that's like a totally different situation because I had this huge network all of a sudden, which was fantastic and just so supportive and wonderful. Um, and I'm still, still trying to squeeze all I can out of that network because tweeps are the best of us. Um, <laughs> but I think that uh, that was like a big thing, but I still had kind of my own structure and what I did for for the jobs that I was applying to without like having somebody reach out first and the ones where I had somebody reach out first is I had a whole spreadsheet that somebody actually, I think somebody at Twitter actually made as well. So like it was another wow. resource that I had gotten from them. Um, and it's just like a whole... I'm trying to look at it right now. It's just a whole, um, it's not super complicated, but it has like diff- different columns, like the company, the title of the job, when I submitted the application mm-hmm. and then like a status. So the status would be like applied or awaiting feedback. Like if, if they reached out or like recruiter call or any of the, whatever kind of stage I was. Yeah. Um, and then I just linked the job posting and then I would like name the the recruiter in the Um, next column and then just kind of like which resume did I send them like because I had we had
1: Mm. basically
0: by the time the layoffs were like we kind of knew they were happening the whole team was getting together like daily to talk about our resumes and like make sure they were good so so I had like multiple resume variations um yeah we were having resume calls and like doing all this stuff because we knew something bad was coming and we were like well let's just do this so
1: that's so cute Um, shout out to my coworker at womancraft who helped me with my resume she used to work with transition age youth um Mm. Which is us basically, though yeah. she was working with kids in the foster care system, but yeah, she I just had never thought about simple things. just like listing your duties is sort yeah. of actionable with interesting verbs.
0: There's so many and it changes like the the it changes like every year, so it's kind of like what's new for resumes this year, what do people like? it's just it's yeah. so annoying having to keep up with it. Um, But I I did, yeah, I worked a ton on my resume as well and changed the whole format because I was, mine was more of a, the stereotypical like creative kind of um, too crazy resume. Like it was very just kind of, I don't know, it was too aesthetic. So I changed it just like a one, like a very just kind of boring one, but still with a few, a few little fun colors and stuff because all the stupid software won't even recognize it if it's too crazy. So like. And yeah. and still, I don't even know if all the jobs that I've gotten ghosted for have been because of my resume not passing through the system. But, like, there's not really – I guess there's websites you can go to to, like, run your resume through the – I forget what the software is called. But the the one that scans it before it sends it to people at the company. Um, hmm. So I feel like that's definitely something I – but I just can't imagine it being that. I just hope it's – I don't know. Basically, what I'm saying is I applied to probably 70 jobs and got ghosted from the majority of them. Yeah. How many interviews hear... do you think you got? Um I don't I don't actually know. I may have gotten one interview from a job I actually applied for myself. The rest wow. were all recruiters who reached out to me. Um so I had like probably like 20 recruiter calls or just like the basic first call mm-hmm. um and then I would get ghosted. And then I had had like less than 10, maybe I think like less than like maybe just five like actual second stage interviews Mm -hmm. um, after that recruiter call. Um, And I ended up getting out of the, like, yeah, it was about, I think it's about 60 or 55 jobs I applied to out of all that. I ended up getting only two offers, which is still amazing. And I'm grateful, but yeah, it just felt like in the moment, it was just like, nobody's even answering me. And I think part of it because as I was applying to jobs, at the end of the year, so like, and I bet you that a lot of the job listings were like outdated, and they just hadn't removed them um, off of yeah. like LinkedIn and stuff. That was my so,
1: excuse for not really going for it. Well, yeah, because it's
0: it's obviously true. It's like I didn't really job hunt at all in December. It was really just all like November, right after I got laid off, and
1: yeah,
0: I picked up again in like. But I have a some bad news. What? Uh,
1: nothing's changed. Yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> I'm still keeping tabs on stuff, so.
1: I just hit 70 um, yesterday.
0: Damn.
1: And I have been formally rejected from 21. Like, I yeah. received an email. Um, zero offers. I had one interview, but it was a scary scam yep. company. Um, so that was an adventure. I was like, it sucks. Cause I did the interview and I was like, oh man, they're saying a lot of cool things, but also the way they're talking about pay is like yeah. a, little, a little sketchy and like, they're like, after a year you'll be making this many figures, and I'm like, hmm, yep. and it's a bit light googling and people in the company reviews are like, this is a pyramid scheme and it was a marketing company and they, I'm not kidding, had nine hundred <laughs> followers
0: yeah um I have a couple that I like backed out at I had like two that I backed out from one of them I think was like the same thing I was doing at yeah. Twitter, but very it was like super it was like what I started doing at Twitter, so just straight up like kind of customer um support and it was just very kind of basic level, so I ended up like sending them to the way of other of the people that were underneath me at Twitter. And then another one was like a sketchy, they, they called themselves a mental health app at first, which is actually a company I'm with now is a mental health app. But it was one of those devices you put on your head and it's supposed to like trigger your brain waves. And I was like, no, uh-uh. <laughs> those things are so stupid. And like, this is so sketchy. So anyway. I think
1: I have one of
0: those. I, th- I watched a video like right before I applied for that. I watched a video of like a YouTuber reviewing them and they just all like seemed so scammy. And the company itself did not seem legit. Yeah. Like, I Googled it, or like, I researched it, and it was really sketchy. What's it called? I don't remember. I just wrote mental health app, because they didn't tell me let until. Let me tell you. Does it work? We should do a review.
1: Honestly? Okay, so the first time I used it, the reason I got it is because my friend, let me try it. And I swear to God, the morning after, I felt like I was 10 years old when I woke up. <laughs>
0: Well, that sounds really sketchy, but, I mean, that may be a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. Damn. Um well, you do you. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, that's, like, the hardest thing, too, is getting somewhere with a company or, like, getting even just a little hint of, like, oh, they're interested, then it's just, like, a complete scam or something you're just not interested yeah.
1: in. Yeah, and it's scary out here. Like, the amount of art jobs that are specifically for gambling <laughs> apps.
0: There's so many, us. like... Basically, anything that said blockchain or crypto in, like, the description, even if it was, like, doing their social media, I was like, no, because I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. I don't want to deal with this. It's going to be awful. Like, so that was hard to find something that wasn't in that space because.
1: I know. Talk about company yeah.
0: ethics. Um, I mean, I even applied to work for Mr. <laughs> Beast, who lives here in Greenville, North Carolina. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, there are a lot of. um. YouTube editing jobs, right I, now, don't,
0: right? I don't remember what it was for, but I think that the application had just been, um, like, it had expired. Like, I don't think it was. But there were some things I applied for, like, the week after my layoff that I just got emails about now. It has been three full months. Like, almost four. I, I just... It's insane. Like... And it's not like I'm applying – it's not like I'm applying with, like, the easy apply button on LinkedIn. Like, I'm going from LinkedIn to their website. Like, I'm applying the right way.
1: Oh, I love the easy apply button. Is that bad? I like it
0: too. But, no, I think that it does – if people implement it, like – but I think that um, a lot of people, like, when I worked for my first company out of college, like, he had a very specific process for hiring, and, like, he would basically say in the description, like, please email this email address and follow these steps. And basically I was one of the only people that did it because nobody would read the nobody would read the job description. They just hit easy apply or do whatever like on Indeed or something yeah. and not actually do the thing because people aren't like, they don't want to take that extra step, but that was who we hired. So it just is annoying. Yeah.
1: Something I was going to say earlier is that my spreadsheet sounds like it was pretty similar to yours or it is pretty yeah, similar I'm to sure yours. Only thing is, for status, I've just got, like, multiple columns with checkboxes, because I like the checkboxes. Yeah. And I'll just click that.
0: I have that, too. I have, like, a call scheduled one. So, like, if I actually have an outstanding call that, like, I haven't taken with somebody yet, I have that checked. So, like, just so I know. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty, I would assume it's pretty similar. I feel like a lot of, I mean, if you'd probably just Google, like, template for, you know big job searches I can imagine it's probably one of those it's pretty common
1: so Um, I didn't know about the um software scanning resume thingy yeah
0: I think that it's I'm not sure what it's called and I mean like I probably learned about it when I worked for Apple because I went to like a career like a virtual career fair and it was so helpful and like kind of crafting a resume at least for the tech space like mm-hmm. I didn't know about all the metrics and important stuff it was to have years ago when I was first working so like it helped me a ton and I think they first talked about it but yeah I mean essentially for the most part companies will put your resume through like us or your resume will go through like a scanning software at first where it kind of scans for like the key words that are in the job description I think or like mm-hmm it basically will do that but at the same time if your resume isn't formatted properly like if it's say a wonky like like i think people that used to make their resumes in photoshop and stuff had issues because if it's like a wonky format the software will kind of just like weed it out and it won't it won't go to the actual recruiter so like that's why kind of making it like you can still have personality on it but making it as simple as possible like only having like one column and not like multiple columns sometimes they recommend Mm. um that's good. But yeah, to know. it's kind of, I can send you mine if you want to see. Yeah, send me it. your um, resume. Yeah. I'll share it with you right now. <laughs> see, I told you I was um, gonna learn shit. But yeah, I mean I got my I got the template from Etsy. Um and it's just like a Google Doc template. So
1: cute.
0: uh I actually paid for it even though you really don't have to, but I always love I always love looking at stuff on Etsy and like finding I don't know, finding cute templates and stuff. I
1: feel that. Yeah. So Oh, um, how do you like search for jobs? Do you have Google alerts? Do you have the LinkedIn alerts? Do you ever, did you ever feel overwhelmed by job alerts in your email inbox?
0: Yeah, I, I think the only, because I was essentially after the layoff, like I got way more into LinkedIn because I hadn't been on LinkedIn in like, the only thing I've the only thing I would do on LinkedIn is just update stuff like every time I changed a job. Like I would never go on it as use it as a social platform, mm-hmm. but I kind of had to after the layoff because everyone was using it, um, and like I just stayed on LinkedIn and that's how I searched for everything. I didn't I didn't really go anywhere else because um, I liked having it all there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the issue with that is like the search can just be wonky like you can filter it down so much but then you still get like the randomest stuff that sometimes in there that I'm like what is this doing in this search like it would say like you're a perfect fit for like an entry-level role that was an intern or like it was like an internship that was part-time I'm Mm like how am I a perfect fit for this based on my profile like I don't know (laughs)
1: literally Um, I do not qualify for this internship
0: it was pretty wonky like but I think that being able to sift through that helped. And yeah, the, the alerts are kind of annoying, but they were good for a time. I think I ended up turning them off and just kind of searching every day or just kind of going through. When you're searching every day, you see the same things over and over again. You're like, okay, you get a feel for what's yeah,
1: that's out fair. there.
0: Um, and I think just people in the Slack channels and like all the tweep stuff were sharing jobs left and right. Unfortunately, most of them were like software stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah. What about mm-hmm. you?
1: Yeah, I have um LinkedIn and Indeed. Um, yeah. Indeed might have been an older thing and I just noticed the emails. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And went back on and sort of based on what I was applying to, it gives me pretty good recommendations, I feel like. And I like, Indeed will also update you about the status of certain things or mm. like have you do some skills tests to like improve your qualification. I just had one that had me do like a phone interview with air quotes um, because it was really just three questions that you could play the audio for and then you could write a response or record a response. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll just record a response and try and stand out by being like natural and unshy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Martin had to do some of that, I think, for med school applications. It was the first time I ever saw that.
1: It's very interesting. Um,
0: Yeah, it is. So
1: yeah, I'm also pitched a story for the first time since I quit, which was fun. Who knows if that will pan out or not. But I really, as I've been looking at places to pitch to, I really appreciate that a lot of publications that I'm interested in list their rates online. Um, that's nice because a lot of maybe that's what I was saying earlier is it pisses me off on job um, descriptions. There's so many that just don't tell you how much you're going to be paid. And it's like, I know because I'm looking at contract positions, some people are going to try to pay me like $14.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I had that issue a lot. also because I'm aware that Twitter paid way more than the average company can pay for like an entry-level position. Mm -hmm. So I was asking, like when recruiters would ask me, I would ask like really high And then the job I ended up getting, like, I had told them what I was looking for and they gave me so much lower, but I ended up, I got like a little bit, I negotiated a little bit, but like, it was just like, well, I told you. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it's hard because when they don't list them, you have to like advocate for yourself and then they don't really remember or they're just like assuming it's okay to pay you. Yeah. Like they don't, I don't know. I think
1: it's It's so manipulative, (laughs) especially for contractors. I mean, for everyone, but then with contracting, like it blows my mind how many offerings there are out there that are just yeah. like strictly unlivable because you have to pay like 30% yep. of what's that, of what is listed there. So if I was working for $14 an hour, I should pay 30% of that in taxes. Wow. Sounds like a great job. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I, was, also... I was very lucky
0: that I got to ask for, I basically had two offers and I, I asked both for more, and the one that gave me more is the one I accepted awesome so, that's
1: good um, though it's
0: still nowhere close, it's nowhere close to what Twitter money was, but yeah. um I'm still you know it is a job, so well,
1: and I'm glad yeah. you know like even if it's way up it gave you like unrealistic expectations or whatever, I feel like
0: yeah it's yeah. which good. it did it definitely did, but
1: But I think that's it's
0: good that I I think it's even just for my 401k and the benefits from just working there for over a year and saving up so much. So, yeah.
1: Well, like women should be paid money.
0: I know. I can say. I mean, hey, I'm I'm just going to be if I get the money that I am owed in this in this uh, arbitration, then, hey, I will be just rolling in the dough. You're giving me hope. Girl. No, I don't think I. I mean, I'm not going to get the amount that I am owed, but I'm hopefully we'll get something. So yeah. It'll be nice.
1: Fingers crossed. Yep. Well, is there anything else we want to talk about in our last few minutes? We're doing a shorter episode this week, yeah. in case anybody cares.
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe like what uh, when you're searching for jobs, like what search terms do you use? Because it's always fun to like mm. hear the titles that people.
1: Okay. I don't
0: know. I'm. Looking... How have you been searching? What what keywords?
1: so one thing that I really didn't know I feel like I learned a lot about the art world and concept art world on my own like an impressive amount like I should be proud of myself um yeah but dating Alec I think I really is such a fucking blessing I mean for many reasons but it's but <laughs> I'm talking about the job reasons right now um yeah and he like he gave me such useful information about Like, whenever I'm looking at art jobs, I only look for 2D art jobs because I don't do the 3D, um, software. And I didn't realize that that was, like, pretty much an industry standard. Like, they'll put 2D, 3D to separate those two things on listings. Like, that's such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, also for gaming, anything in the gaming world with concept art or any of, like, the back-end, like, film industry stuff, too, generally speaking, you want to have, um junior or like entry level in the title for me at least where Mm -hmm. I'm at yeah um so that's part of it like I'm not going to apply to a senior level concept artist 3d concept artist job because it just yeah it's just annoying um part of the weird thing for me is I've got my hands all over the place as per usual so I'm looking at like marketing jobs social media management editing art (laughs) illustration um yeah there's not much illustration work around here and it usually ends up being or like anything film related it ends up being like a movie theater attendant which is fine but it's not really what i'm looking for
0: (laughs) oh my god i have a crazy story (laughs) (laughs) We saw we saw Ant Man the other day and when we came out of the theater, the guy working there like was just like, Oh my god, can you believe that end credit scene? I hope you see the next movie that comes out. Here's this movie. And he was like promoting the movies to everyone and oh was god. coming out, but like nobody was paying attention. He was like, I, I told Martin, I was like, This is his dream job. Yeah. Like, he's just living life.
1: So precious. That sounds like a book character I know. thing.
0: I know. He was just very yeah. Cute. Very into it. I was like, let me just pee, sir. I, I don't need <laughs>
1: He thought it was precious, uh, but you ignored him completely. Yeah, Typical. exactly.
0: I laughed awkwardly. Any social interaction, yeah. I had the same response. So. No, that's
1: fair. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, hopefully that answers that question. I think another, yeah. before we wrap up, another big piece of advice that I got that um, was when you're looking at portfolios, you can like literally just Google like job level that you're interested in type of Uh, Mm -hmm. art making you're interested in portfolio and like compare yourself to that instead of comparing yourself to the upper senior level people it's like mind blowing how much of a difference that made for me knowing what was attainable and what wasn't so
0: that is awesome I'm also I think that's sorry I was gonna say that's something people and like I should do more of is just like yeah look specifically for the level I'm at instead of
1: Because you could probably do that on LinkedIn, too, actually, with resumes. Um, Mm -hmm. You totally could do that. Uh, Maybe I'll do that. Um, But, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was just going to button in. So I really haven't had any bites. I'm interested to see what Brenna's Mm -hmm. resume looks like in comparison to mine. And then I've also just enrolled in a class online, um, CGMA class for concept art but i'm gonna have to get a job before the class is over so i'm kind of putting a pause on the art art job search right now
0: yeah that makes sense i'm i'm very lucky i took a a course from hootsuite that twitter uh paid for before the layoff so like i had a whole course on you know social media strategy because I haven't really because those are the jobs I'm applying for but like what I did at Twitter was only Twitter
1: yeah
0: and then before then I worked at a very small company doing all of this social but that was like a longer time ago and I wanted to refresh and it was so helpful yeah so
1: that's awesome
0: so I wasn't just laying on my butt in the past few months
1: (laughs) (laughs) good I'm glad
0: (laughs) yeah but I guess my mine were just like social media manager social media specialist a lot of like kind of Some other like customer support specialist or stuff that was more customer service too because that's kind of what my career journey also is it's like aligned with with uh all of that so yeah yeah that's all i was and i'm obviously like and the job the other job i got an offer for was internal comms. so like obviously i'm applying to kind of like anything i see that's interesting even if i have no experience and they gave me an offer so yeah (laughs) it's definitely possible it's possible
1: that, folks? Um,
0: even if it seems like I, if it seems like I have nothing on like this job description doesn't really match like I mean it's all about people and who likes you so
1: yeah I need to make a everything personal... is trainable true well I need to make a personal deadline before the end of my budget <laughs> to yeah um I don't know get a quick quickie teaching degree or something if I can't find anything because
0: a quickie teaching degree. Well, apparently,
1: we're in a state of emergency right now, North Carolina, with teachers, so anybody yeah. can become a teacher. And I'm like, hey, like, <laughs> I That's need a job. but I
0: trust you more than anyone, so.
1: I know, right? You'd be a
0: fantastic teacher.
1: Well, I just don't want to get shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say to that, but agreed. <sighs> oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Anyways, I might also be an EMT. We'll see.
0: There's definitely options, like, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's just, you can always make a shift even if it seems impossible.
1: I just, it is hard right now, and I wish, (laughs) I wish, I don't wish this on anybody, but part of me wishes (laughs) my parents could just experience a tiny bit of what this whole process has been like, because the 90s were not like this, I'm sorry. Not for the dentists, that's for sure. (laughs)
0: the one thing that we do have on them is not having to submit a bunch of paper applications yeah. but the problem with that also is we just get ignored so yeah. like like my mom always tells a story about how grateful she was that somebody called her and, and denied her a job because nobody else had called her so they still got it back then but like it was just it took a lot more there was like not 200 applicants per job like it yeah. shows on linkedin oh, every time you it click on it kills job, me so
1: the amount of anxiety oh okay I and it's like it's been
0: it's been listed for an hour and it's like 500 applicants i'm like
1: yeah why
0: Mm. what is this Ah! so
1: but it's okay i have until april
0: may i will send you anything that i come across if i do but yeah
1: thanks sounds good
0: i wish you the best of luck it's awful but
1: it's a lot so. But, anyways, on that positive mm-hmm. note, um, we hope this was actually helpful to somebody and not depressing. And it was yeah. helpful for me. I'm not depressed anymore. Um. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways. I am the
0: cure to depression.
1: No, it was a team effort for sure. I think just mm-hmm. getting to talk at a friend could be helpful. So, try that.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, don't be. F- if you're like in a current workspace that is awful, like, don't even. Like if you're friends with your coworkers, ask them about their resumes. Like don't be scared to even if it's.
1: Yes. I know
0: it's like taboo maybe at your actual company, but like even my boss was like, "I'll do mock interviews with you. I'll look at your resume. Like Aww. your boss may be totally open to it if you asked. Even I guess just don't let them know you're leaving maybe, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, talk to your <laughs> I don't know. coworkers I think first. It really
0: depends. Yeah, it really depends. But you don't have to be like totally in a bubble even when you're still at a place. Yeah.
1: I say always talk to your coworkers. If you have a cool boss like Brenna, talk to your boss too. Yeah talk to your
0: friends she would just offer that so i mean she would just offer it like we didn't even have so i mean yeah if you have a boss like that definitely take them up on it but
1: definitely yeah know what you're worth question everything Mm -hmm. and have a good
0: night decide you want to publish a book instead of all this craziness and get out of the corporate world and then realize you can't publish a book for another few years and then cry exactly Thanks for being a part of the chaos. You can find us on Twitter and TikTok at Obsessed
1: Naturally. Or you can email us at anobsessivenature@gmail.com at gmail.com to tell us what you want to hear on the show. And finally, if you love us, leave a review. Hi! Oh my god, my thing keeps beeping. <laughs> it's going to be all over the okay. audio. I can't get it to stop.
0: Maybe because you need a new charger.
1: Shut up. This one's pretty new. Okay. Anyways. um, I don't remember what I was saying. It's fine. Source battery is not charging.
0: Ugh.
1: Okay. We're just going to power through the rest of this episode with 15% on my computer.
0: I finally sent back my Twitter laptop, but I kept the charger because my personal computer broke. So, like, the charger broke. So, I was like sucks. Elon, you're not getting back this charger. You're probably never even going to open this box, but here's my stupid laptop I can't use. Good for you, girl.